Welcome to Ghoul's Night Out with your hostesses, Brandy and Jody. beautiful ghouls welcome this is brandy i'm here with my sister jody hello so i have a few more this or that for you all right cookies or carrots cookies that's <laughs> stupid cookies hello fall or spring fall fall yes of course burgers or beetroot um <laughs> they're making these entirely too easy okay next one uh dogs or cats cats um, I'm very torn. I gotta go with dogs. Yeah. I love cats, though. Don't get me wrong. Um, Netflix or YouTube? Netflix. Netflix, I think, yes. Music or podcasts? Ooh. That's a hard one. That one is a hard one. Hmm. I gotta go with podcasts. I would have to go with music. Music is very triggering to me, I've learned recently. Really? Yeah. Unfortunately. Hamburgers or hot dogs? Mm. I'm going to say hamburgers for Yeah, me. I think so. Pens or pencils? Pens. Pens for me as well. Pancakes or waffles? Mm. Mine's waffles for sure. Mm. That's a hard one too. It is. <laughs> I'll say waffles. Uh, snow or rain? Rain. Yeah, rain for sure. City or countryside? Countryside. Um. Well, what about you? Oh, countryside. Sorry. Ooh, vampires or werewolves? Vampires. Definitely vampires for me too. Coffee or tea? Coffee. Coffee. Books or movies? Ooh, books. Books. books Definitely. Uh, ketchup or mustard? Ketchup for me. Mm, ketchup. Cake or pie? Cake. Mine's cake too. Uh, let's see. Winter or summer? Ugh. <laughs> summer. Yeah, I'm going to have to go with summer. Uh, let's see. Silver or gold? Silver. Silver for me. I hate gold. And last one for this week. Wine or beer? Ugh. I gotta wine. go. I gotta go with beer, only because wine gives me horrible hangovers. Mm. I like both. I don't like beer, or at least I, I haven't like, found one I like. Yeah, I only like certain kinds, like the craft beer. Those, those are like the only ones I can drink. Okay, now I have some students hilariously putting teachers in their place. A kindergartner looked at my badge, which had a 10-year-old photo of me, then my face, wrinkled her nose, and matter-of-factly said, you used to be pretty. Oh, God. <laughs> That's so mean. We can't help it. <laughs> Last year, I hosted a digital ugly holiday sweater design contest for my sixth graders. One student Googled my name found a picture of me, and pasted that picture onto their sweater for the contest. <laughs> they won by a unanimous vote. <laughs> that is hilarious. <laughs> That's so mean. Well, if they meant it as a joke, 
then it's hilarious. Yeah, that's hilarious. If they were trying to be mean, then that was not, not nice cool. <laughs> at all. Okay, we were talking about exponential growth slash decay when a student asked, is it possible to model the decay of your hairline? The class laughed as did I. It was a nice dig. I did follow up with, that kind of decay has already been modeled by your GPA. (laughs) (laughs) Which then made the final 10 minutes of class completely useless, but entertaining. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, did you hear Hagrid died? Oh, no. Sad. And, um, what's her name? Oh, the... Angela Lansbury. Oh, she did? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sad. Um, I'm an English teacher. During my student teaching days, I dyed my hair black and got new, big, round, black glasses. I have short hair. As soon as I walked in the room, one of the students yelled, Okay, Harry Potter. (laughs) (laughs) I wore my black Lululemon fanny pack while chaperoning a school dance, and one of my students came over to me, pulled out his phone, and proceeded to tell me that I looked like a photo of... Dwayne the Rock Johnson. He wasn't wrong. (laughs) I'm a shorter guy with a baby face who's been hitting the gym pretty consistently for the last nine months or so. One kid said I looked like a buff baby man. (laughs) I had mixed feelings. (laughs) A buff baby man? (laughs) Okay. I asked a student to leave the classroom for being disruptive last year. After slowly gathering their things and dapping up all of their friends on the way out, they finally stopped at the door to tie their shoes. Annoyed, I asked, what are you doing? He said, I'm tying my shoes so I'm not tripping like you. (laughs) (laughs) I was explaining a lab and told the students they should sprinkle the iron fillings like seasoning or something. I got... Bruh, you white, you what you know about seasoning (laughs) back and actually laughed out loud. (laughs) One of the kinder kids told me once, what's wrong with your face? Are you wearing makeup? Why does why doesn't it match you? My ass went up to Mac right after work and upgraded my color. (laughs) A six year old asked me, Miss, do you have makeup? Me? Yes. Why? Her? Why don't you wear it? (laughs) Rude. (laughs) Uh, Next one. Miss, why does your hair always look like you stuck a finger in a toaster? Rude. (laughs) During a year when we had an interim, interim principal and everything was a shit show, one of my kids asked, when, when's the substitute principal leaving? From an eighth grader, I bet you were that girl who made friends with the lunch ladies. <laughs> I had a first grader look at my ID photo card and say, out of the blue, is this when you were in jail? It's not a good photo, but I didn't think it was a mugshot level <laughs> photo. Your face is like the sun. When I look into it too long, my it hurts my eyes. I fell off my chair laughing. <laughs> You're a great teacher, but you dress like a Jehovah's Witness. Oh. (laughs) I mentioned I had plans for a few concerts coming up. One of my students said, wow, on a teacher's salary? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Reading from a script for a play, I said, in character, I have a date with a girl. 
One of my students said, really? That's surprising. But I one-upped him and said, yeah, you're telling me I'm a gay man. <laughs> LOL. Your burn has no power here. <laughs> I wore overalls and the student said, this morning, did you look in the mirror and say, oh, this is cute? Or were you in a rush? <laughs> a kid told me I looked pregnant, but not in your stomach, in your butt. Wow. Okay. And my last one. Last Halloween, a student asked me what my costume was. I wasn't dressed up, so I said, your favorite teacher. He responded by saying, huh, you don't look like Mr. K, the history teacher. (laughs) (laughs) And those are mine for the week. This week, I just did spooky stories. When I was little, I told my parents about a woman I would see in the bathroom at my house who I called the kissing lady. My mom thought it was just something my dad made up and vice versa. (laughs) Eventually, they thought to ask one another about the story of the kissing lady and just about pissed themselves when they figured out that neither of them had made it up. I don't remember her very well, but I do remember that she had long dark hair and wore long dresses. The bathroom still gives me the creeps. That's weird. What kissing lady? Yeah. What the fuck? So, someone asked, why did you call her the kissing lady? He replied, my mom asked when I was younger, and I told her as though it were obvious because she blows me kisses. Well, that's very nice, but what? (laughs) That's creepy. In the bathroom? Yeah. Weird. (laughs) What would you do if your kid came up to you and said that? Like, I would literally, like, not take that seriously. Right? I don't know if I would or not. I think every time I went to the bathroom, I would be, like, looking around, like, okay, I don't see anybody. That's weird. I don't know. That's weird. I don't know. I really like playing with Mega Bloks as a kid. I love to build tall towers and then love to smash them even more. One time, after tearing down one of my towers, I got bored and went to ask my mom for permission to play outside. She said I could as soon as I went and put away the blocks I left on the floor. I headed back towards my room, but when I got to the door, I looked in to see that my brother, who was a few years younger than me, was already picking up my blocks for me. He had turned the lights on and was very focused on the task at hand. I went back and told my mom that my brother was taking care of it, and she looked at me, then out the nearby open door for a moment before saying, your brother is outside playing. (gasps) I went back to my room and saw that nobody was there, the light was off, and the blocks were still scattered on the floor. Oh my gosh, what? That is creepy. That is creepy. A doppelganger? I guess. Pretending to clean? I... Weird, what? That. That's really weird. I've suffered from sleep paralysis since I was 14 years old. If you're not familiar, it's a sensation of not being able to move, usually in bed, and being consciously aware of it. During one of my many episodes, I heard what sounded like someone entering my room, then felt them hugging me until my back began to hurt. (laughs) I tried to get loose, but whatever was there got angry and growled at me. Mm -hmm. When I could finally move again, I had goosebumps all over my body and my back was in a lot of pain. I still have sleep paralysis, but I've never had a similar experience. I'll never understand what what it was that had a hold of me. And growled at you? Was it like right in their ear? Probably if they were hugging them or whatever. Oh my god, that is scary. Last weekend, I woke up in the middle of the night because my dog had jumped onto the bed 
and started licking my face and whimpering, sort of how he does when he's begging for food or something along those lines. I asked him, what do you want, boy? But when I turned on my bedside lamp, my dog wasn't there. I got up and found him sleeping peacefully in his bed in the kitchen. What? What was licking? I don't know. What? Oh, my God. I don't know. Oh, my gosh. What? I... Oh, that's creepy. It's like, were they half asleep and half dreaming or something? Maybe. Yeah, I would really like to ask a few follow-up questions. Mm -hmm. Was their face wet? Well, yeah, that's a good question. Weird. I don't know. A couple weeks back, a few friends and our kids were walking down a familiar route that passed by some train tracks near my house. We narrowly avoided an accident with the train as it went by but put the incident behind us pretty quickly. A few weeks later, I was walking in the same area, sending voice memos to that same group of friends when the train went by. I listened back to the voice memo to make sure I was even audible in all the noise and clearly heard a voice of a boy shouting a warning the moment before the train's whistle blew. There definitely was nobody on the street anywhere near me at the time. Creepy. After I gave birth to my third child, things were going well at first, until he turned three weeks old and began to vomit every time I fed him milk. I took him to the doctor who gave him medicine to control the problem. That night, I was too worried to get any sleep. Around 2 a.m., I decided to take advantage of my insomnia and did some laundry. Suddenly, I heard the sound of children crying, but the baby was in his crib in the bedroom, and my other kids were all sound asleep in their rooms. I stayed in the hallway for a moment and began to hear a very different kind of crying coming from back in the living room. It sounded like an older woman weeping, overcome with sadness and desperation. I was paralyzed with fear, but something inside told me to get to my newborn, to get my newborn to the hospital. So at 4 a.m. I took him to have a number of tests done and we were told he'd need to go to to another hospital for emergency stomach surgery. The doctor told me that if we had waited any longer, we probably would have lost our baby. I'm still not sure what happened, but my mother my mother insists it was a guardian angel warning me. That sounds about right to me. Yeah. Or the baby's guardian angel. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. While I was living in China, I got into a very angry fight with the person I was dating at the time. I left the apartment we were sharing and found my way to a temple at the very top of a nearby mountain. The view from the temple was incredibly beautiful, and I'd go there often just to clear my mind. I curled up on a very old wooden bench and cried until I fell asleep. My sleep was interrupted by the sounds of someone someone approaching, and I felt as they sat down on the far end of the same bench I was sleeping on. I shot up, apologizing that I had fallen asleep, but there was nobody there with me. I told some of my Chinese friends about the situation, and they said nobody visits the temple for that very reason. I recently woke up in the middle of the night to a a quiet house. The dogs were asleep and I couldn't figure out what had startled me awake so suddenly. As I looked around the room, I saw what looked like a human silhouette standing by my bed. But instead of being totally black, it looked like it was made up of thousands of little black dots that moved and shifted. I blinked in confusion, thinking my eyes were the problem, but the shape continued to move around the room. A few moments later, I reached for my phone, and by the time I had turned on the flashlight, the silhouette was gone. To this day, I have no idea what it was that visited me, but I do remember looking at my phone and seeing the time. It was 2.46 a.m. I don't know if it'd be scared or not. 
Well, I would. Any kind of well, shape yeah, wandering around true. my room at night. <laughs> that's true. Didn't matter what it looked like. <laughs> but it's so weird, though, because, you know, you hear all these descriptions. You hear the solid black mass. This one, which was a bunch of dots. Remember that one that we had that they said it looked like static? Static. We've had white shadows. Yeah. We've had all kinds of mm-hmm. different descriptions. What is it? I don't know. What is it? I don't know. The house my grandparents live in isn't very big, except for the patios. The one on the back of the house even had a little greenhouse in it where they grew their own plants and vegetables. Behind their house was a field of agave plants my grandfather tended, and at the back of the field was an old outhouse that just drained into the river at the very back of the property. One time, as my cousins and siblings and I were playing in the agave patch, I decided to use the outhouse. The door didn't close all the way, so I had a couple of my cousins hold the door while I went to the bathroom. After a few moments, I heard a blood-curdling scream and the sound of all my cousins running away from the outhouse. I tried pushing the door open and running as well, but it was stuck shut. Despite the fact that there was no latch or lock to keep it closed, the scream continued to pierce the air and I felt goosebumps crawl over my entire body. I pushed and banged on the door with no luck. I thought I was going to die in that outhouse. When the door finally did swing open, I ran out and covered the distance between the agave field and back patio in seconds. Everyone was waiting for me, and they were all pale and crying. The scream had faded, but when we looked out over the agave patch, we saw a white shape in the silhouette of a woman floating over the river behind the outhouse, slowly following the flow of the river. My grandfather later told us that she was the crying lady and that he had seen and heard her before. He warned us to never let her see us again, because if we ever faced her up close, we would die of fright. We never played in the agave fields ever again. Wow, that's insane. I would not play there either. No. Oh my god. And that they were... Did you ever see on um, Paranormal Caught on Camera? It was the one... I think it's in Mexico, and they were saying that it was the... Uh, oh, what's that? Lady, La, yeah, La, La, La Urona or whatever. Yeah, her name is. <laughs> but it it was this woman screaming, yeah. and no one knew where it was coming. That yeah. gave me the chills yeah. so bad. Yeah, that was a creepy one. I did see that one. So I couldn't imagine being stuck in an outhouse. Oh my gosh! Especially if it was sh- like you couldn't get the door open, and there was like legitimately no way that could be happening. Yes, that is terrifying. When I was 16 years old, my family and I were sitting around the table finishing up dinner together. I decided to get up and go watch TV by myself. As I climbed the stairs, I felt a large, rough hand pull me by my ankle, causing me to slip and fall down the stairs. My father came running, responding to my cries and shouts, and after looking around the house, didn't find anyone who could have grabbed me. I was shaken and retreated to my room. I looked out my window out towards the street in front of the house. There on the corner was a young woman in a white robe. She had long curly hair and didn't appear to have any feet. Instead, she was just floating above the sidewalk. I screamed in terror and my sister ran into my room, saying that she had seen the floating woman as well. We both went to sleep crying. Twelve years later, I still run up the stairs in my house as fast as I can. (laughs) Yeah, I would too. Holy shit. I'd be running and kicking at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) Gosh, especially if their sister saw it too. Are you kidding? Oh my gosh. 
I moved several times before I finally settled into a permanent place. One of the many houses I lived in had two floors, and I had the entire bottom floor to myself. One night, my dog started barking and ran into my bedroom. He was barking at the door, but refused to go near it. I got up, checked the door, but when I didn't see anything, I went back to bed after quieting my dog down. Sometime later, I woke up feeling uncomfortable and afraid for no apparent reason. I curled up into a ball on my side and tried to get back to sleep, but was startled awake by the feeling of someone hugging me from behind. What the fuck? I couldn't move or scream, so I just closed my eyes as tight as I could and ran through every prayer I could remember in my head until I fell asleep again. I never figured out who or what was hugging me that night. What is there? There ain't no freaking way. I'd be jumping out of that bed faster. Yeah. What the hell? Like You're just going to lay there? No. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's just stupid. I'm sorry. A few days after my cousin had a baby, her husband needed to leave to go on a business trip, so my sister and I said we'd stay with her to help take care of things and keep her company. One evening around 9 p.m., as we watched TV in an upstairs bedroom, we heard footsteps downstairs. Someone had opened the door to the kitchen, walked into the bathroom, and slammed the door behind them. Assuming my cousin's husband had come home early, we went downstairs to greet him, but there was nobody in the house. We went back upstairs, but kept hearing someone moving around downstairs. We waited in terrified silence until her parents eventually stopped by. We never figured out who was in the house with us that night. Hmm. That's no good. No. I was doing my homework in the kitchen early one morning when I heard a man out on the street shout. I couldn't quite make out what he was saying, but figured it must just be some drunk or crazy person shouting incoherently and ignored it. A while later, I started hearing a tune being whistled. I didn't recognize the tune, but figured once again that I was coming. it was coming from someone out on the street or a neighbor's house, and I once again ignored it. Without really paying attention to it, I barely noticed that the whistling seemed to be getting closer and closer to my house. I did, however, notice when the whistling suddenly stopped and I heard the door to our front steps swing open. I heard the sound of heavy boots climbing the stairs to our building, but then there was nothing. Everything was silent again, so I relaxed and got back to my homework. Then, without warning, the tune resumed, and the whistling sounded like it was right beside my ear. I was too scared to move and felt a heavy hand rest itself firmly on my arm as the whistling continued. No. When I finally snapped out of it, I yelled for my father, who came running. We found the front, front door open, which was unusual because it was never open, and along the front stairs were animal tracks. I've never heard that haunting tune again, but I can still feel that hand on my arm. Every time I turn my arm, I, I feel like I'm going to see a hand gripping onto it, even though I know what happened to me couldn't have been real. Oh my gosh. That's, that's and that's all I got. Okay, so I did uh, just unexplained happenings again. I used to work at a bowling alley slash arcade slash laser tag place. Apparently someone died in the laser tag arena a year before I started working there. One night we closed the arena for a few hours while I cleaned the arena with other employees. While we were cleaning, both the main lights and the decorative black lights went out. The whole room was pitch black. I was on the upper level of the arena when one of the guys behind me screamed at the top of his lungs. I saw that he was somehow barely dangling above the safety rail and yanked his arm back before he fell. He uh, was really freaked out and said that something cold had touched his back and pushed him. We all thought it was the ghost of the guy who had died, 
the employee later quit because he was almost uh, seriously injured inside that cursed arena. Yeah, that's creepy. Yeah. Next one, one summer night, I heard phantom whistling that followed a tune that my brother, sister, and I were singing while doing dishes in the kitchen. The whistle continued the tune for about five seconds after we finished finished singing, and then it just dissipated. My sister and I can't whistle, and we were we were all staring at each other while the whistling occurred. My brother and sister immediately checked outside for a passerby. We lived in the country with no neighbors while I covered my ears. We couldn't explain it and still talk about it to this day. My parents still live there and continue to have odd experiences, but nothing to that level. That, ew. Yeah, that's creepy. I don't like that. Yeah, I don't, yeah, that's, that's scary. I don't know what, that's very eerie. There's something eerie about that. Yeah, and it didn't really get creepy until they said they lived out in the country. Yeah. And then it's like, ooh. <laughs> yeah, no. When I was seven, my family made a quick road trip to visit my grandma, who was in hospice. We got back home late at night, and my sister and I saw our grandma sitting in the rocking chair in our room. The rocking chair had belonged to her husband. Then our mom walked in and told us that our grandma had died. My sister and I didn't mention it for years, but we both were absolutely certain that we saw our grandma, and she stopped by to say bye. Aww. I worked in a retirement home. One day I was fine. Filling in at a health care center, which is basically hospice. I was in the day room reading stories to one of the patients. She suddenly asked me who that woman was. I thought she was talking about one of the CNAs who was sitting across the room, but then she said, no, the woman right next to you on your left. There was no one sitting next to me. She continued, she looks just like you, but her hair is longer. She says she doesn't have a name, but she's very nice. I could feel the hairs on the back of my neck stand up. I made a quick excuse to leave and practically ran back to the memory care unit. Now here's the part that really shook me up. I was supposed to be an identical twin, but my twin died while we were still in the womb, leaving only me. This is not information I share with people I work with. One of the CNAs knew from looking at me that something had happened and I wanted, and wanted to know what it was. She was equally horrified when I told her the story. Ugh. That's creepy. That twin thing. That's weird. It is. Like, I wonder, do we all have twins somewhere? Or is it certain people? And why is it certain people? It's very strange. I used to live in an apartment opposite a park in Japan. On the other side of the park was a convenience store, and the, and the quickest way to the store was directly through the park. The park was pretty bare, and it had a baseball field, a playground, and a path leading through it, with some mounds, small plants, and thin trees. One summer evening, I was heading to the store to get some cigarettes, and I noticed a woman standing to the side of the path just staring at some houses. I said good evening to her in Japanese, but she didn't say anything back. I didn't think anything of it at first. She was just about five meters off the path, just standing there still. I glanced at her as I passed, and she had this distressed look on her face, still intently staring at the houses across the street. I came to a halt. Something wasn't right. Everything about her seemed off. I turned quickly and she was gone. There were no trees thick enough to hide behind, no bushes or large rocks to hide behind, no buildings, no bins. There wasn't enough time for her to have run. I also would have heard her running on a dirt slash gravel path. She vanished in the space of seconds. 
I walked around for a few minutes looking for her, thinking it was a prank, but she was nowhere to be found. The whole atmosphere of that park changed for a moment. The air felt heavy, and I felt like I was being watched. I pressed onto the store and took the long route home. About three months later, I was smoking on my balcony one night when I saw her again. Same part of the park, same stance, staring at the same house. And again, she disappeared in an instant when I took my eyes off her. Mm. That is creepy. I have chills. Next one, when I was 18, I worked at Coney Island, a Coney Island-style restaurant. The restaurant was open 24-6. We closed at 3 a.m. Sunday morning, reopened at 6 a.m. Monday morning, but stayed open all the time the rest of the week. This particular event happened at about 2.30 a.m. on a Friday. I was the only waitress on shift, and the owner was in the kitchen cooking. We were the only two people there. At the time, we had a regular who all called Jerry. Jerry was a bar fly and a senior citizen. He would come in every night after the bar closed and order coffee, two eggs over easy, and wheat toast. He ordered the same thing every time, and his total always came out to $4.37. He always gave me $6 and told me to keep the change. So that night, I saw a few emergency vehicles go down the main street toward the bar with their lights and sirens blaring, and about a minute later, Jerry came in. I got him coffee and asked him if he knew what was going on. He just shook his head. I told my boss Jerry was there, and my boss waved at him through the kitchen window. Within three minutes, Jerry's order was up. He sat at the counter and, after a while, slapped money down and said, keep the change, honey, like he usually did, and walked out. I went over to cash out the check, but the food hadn't been touched, neither had the coffee, and there was a $100 bill on the counter. I was a teen mom and perpetually broke, so that much money was basically life-changing at the time. On Sunday, I read in the paper that Jerry had been involved in a fight at the bar that night and had been fatally injured. Where the hell did you get $100 to put on the thing? I don't know. I have full body chills. What? That is crazy. Okay. I had visitors <laughs> over and their kids liked my room because it had a massive bed that they could play on. We assumed that they were in my room because we heard a bunch of noise. One of the mothers was about to tell them to be quiet when suddenly all the kids came inside from the backyard asking for snacks. <sighs> the noise from my bedroom was gone. We asked the kids if they had been in my room. They said no because someone had told them not to. They didn't elaborate on who that someone was. Ugh. What? That's creepy. Okay. They didn't elaborate on who that... I would be asking them, who was it? What did they look like? Maybe, I mean, if it's a bunch of kids, they're probably like, I don't know, snack. <laughs> Where's my snack? You know, that that's what they do. <sighs> I would have tried a little bit more, though. Uh, this happened about 12 years ago. I lived on the first floor of a two-story building with my boyfriend. We had no pets and no kids. We shared a king bed that had separate covers. I had reoccurring nightmares about a boy, maybe two years old, with blonde, bowl-cut hair, wearing denim overalls, but no shirt under, and no shoes. He would stand at the side of my bed and stare at me, watching me sleep. I'd wake up in a panic, and he would vanish. One night, I fell asleep with my feet out of the covers. Boyfriend was sleeping next to me. I feel very gentle pressure on my left big toe, right where it joins the rest of my foot. I was awake, but absolutely freaked out. It lasted a few minutes and then stopped. 
Eventually, I fell back asleep. Over the next month, this happened a few more times, on different feet here and there. I didn't tell my boyfriend, worried he might laugh at me or not believe me. The next time it happened, it went on for a good 15 minutes. I closed my eyes and whispered, Hey, can you please let go of my toe? Slowly, the pressure left, and I went back to sleep. I told my boyfriend about it the next day. He shrugged and said, Okay, next time it happens, wake me up and I'll check for you. So a week or two went by with no foot touching. (laughs) I hoped it was over. Nope, I felt it again. I tapped my boyfriend and he opened his eyes. He was awake. I said, he's got my foot. Look down for me. My boyfriend nodded but didn't look down. He just stared at me and whispered back, I feel him too. (laughs) From then on, he always believed me. What... Whatever weird shit happened in that apartment. By the way, we've been married for 10 years now. (laughs) That is creepy. He's like, I'm not looking. (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't either. (laughs) And that, okay. That's why you always stay under the covers. Yeah, unfortunately. Don't have anything out of the covers or have your foot hanging off the bed. That is a big no-no. There's so many rules. <laughs> it's very simple. When you get in bed, put everything in the bed. Just wrap yourself up like a burrito. wrap yourself in the blanket. <laughs> okay. Once when I was about 17, I was walking my dog and saw a large humanoid figure walking into the woods. It was sunset, so at first I thought it maybe was just shadows in the tree line, but then the hair's stood up on my dog's back like I'd never seen before. She growled at it, but didn't bark. I was kind of frozen in fear, but also just confused as to what I was looking at. The neighborhood speed sign was near it for a reference, so I could I would say this thing was at least 10 feet tall. It had long and lanky legs and arms with thick black fur. It didn't look in my direction, but just made a gentle stride right into the woods. I went back inside immediately and told my parents I still have no idea what the fuck that was. Uh, it was Bigfoot. Bigfoot. Hello. Uh, last year, I had a very intense dream where my ex-boyfriend from 10 years ago came to visit me. It was so vivid. I could see all of his gray hairs and the pores on his face. He said, I want you to know that you are very special to me. I mean it. We had a complicated relationship and he was not very good at expressing emotional stuff. In the dream, he had this sort of urgency to tell me this and seemed like he really was struggling to make sure I understood. I woke up right after he finished talking and even though it was the middle of the night, I was wide awake. I was kind of shaken, but I had recently had a baby, so I wrote it off as weird postpartum hormones and went back to sleep. About two weeks later, I found out that he had died by suicide. I'm an atheist and so was he. I don't believe in ghosts, telepathy, or anything of the sort, but as much as I try to tell myself that, logically, this was just a coincidence, it still kind of messes me up. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Next one, sometime back in the early 90s, my then-girlfriend and I lived in a Victorian terraced house. One night, my girlfriend and I were laying in bed with the lights out. I was on my back with my eyes open. Slowly, a luminescent hollow ball faded into view seemingly made up of lots of very small, dim, fluorescent rods. The ball was about a meter across and maybe a meter and a half above the middle of the bed. After a few seconds, it faded. 
I turned to my girlfriend and said, I just saw, and she said, a ball of small lights floating over the bed. She had seen it too. We laid there shocked. Soon another hollow ball appeared, this time made up of dim fluorescent triangles. Again, this lasted a few seconds, then faded away. It never happened again. I told the story to someone once, and they wondered what would have happened if we reached up and touched the strange objects. That's weird. That is weird. That seems like, um, maybe UFO-y? Kind of. Uh, when I was about 12 or 13 years old, I was walking home from a friend's house after school and passed by a girl who appeared to be slightly younger than I was. She was soaking wet and looked seriously upset. So I asked her what was wrong, but she ignored me. I didn't think anything of it, but when I got home, my father warned me about going near the lake I had walked by. A 10-year-old girl had drowned in one of them the day before. Mm. This is my last one, and this is fucking crazy. So my parents are currently remodeling their kitchen and had to tear down the walls. The workers found about 10 balled-up newspapers in between the walls. My dad straightened out the newspapers one by one, curious what year they were from. The papers were all dated from 1980, which would make sense because my parents didn't buy the house until 1983. But one of the newspapers was dated 2006. My parents had never taken down the walls before, and the walls were sealed. There's zero reason for one of the papers to be dated 2006. That's weird. Yeah. What the fuck? How did it get in there? I don't know. All right. It's time for the witty wrap-up. Yay, witty wrap-up. My four-year-old calls my small guitar a ukulele. (laughs) That's cute. (laughs) Been searching for my four-year-old's dog who is lost somewhere in this house. Her imaginary dog. We still haven't found him. She's crying. Oh, no. (laughs) Walked in on 10-year-old sneaking Halloween candy. And when I asked her what she's doing, she looked me dead in the eye and said, practicing. Practicing? For what? Stealing? For eating Halloween candy. Oh. My 12-year-old is into scary movies, but complained they aren't scary enough. So we just watched The Descent. And wow, you don't always know when you fuck up as a parent, but this was a big one. (laughs) You want to see a scary movie? I'll show you a scary movie. That's the second time I've heard of The Descent being super scary. Really? I didn't think it was that scary. I don't even remember what that is. They're in a cave, and there's something in there. I don't remember. Mm. (laughs) Unless I'm thinking of something totally different. I I don't know. I don't know. Me, go to bed, five-year-old. I have to do one thing first. Me, what? Five-year-old, stay awake forever. (laughs) Smart. After my son asked my daughter to play Dragon Ninjas, I walked over and got the box of Band-Aids without a second thought. (laughs) Six-year-old, my tummy hurts. Me, must be the bag of cookies you ate. Six-year-old, it's the other one, not my cookie tummy. (laughs) I'm not saying my husband and I are scared of our teen daughter, but we just rock, paper, scissor to see who has to wake her up. (laughs) My son would like you to know know that he was not sleeping during the movie. He was just listening. Mm, Yeah, right. My four-year-old had a meltdown this morning because she wants to move to California. We live in California. My five-year-old asked if she could have a brownie, and I started to say no because it was too close to dinner, and she said, please, your highness. (laughs) 
So I asked her where that came from, and she said matter-of-factly, because you're my queen. So anyway, she's now having brownies for dinner. <laughs> okay, I get it. You think you're better than me because your kid has both shoes on. <laughs> Five-year-old. Mommy, there's a fly. Eek. <laughs> me. We live in Costa Rica. There are flies and more down here. You need to start getting used to that. My five-year-old. Okay. Is that a roach by your foot? <laughs> me. Jumps on her shoulders. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's funny. Coaching smart nine-year-old girls is cool. You can tell them to hold your bat like a sword or don't have spaghetti arms. <laughs> and you know they're listening because they ask you, why are you using so many metaphors? <laughs> if by sex party you mean my wife and I getting freaky in the living room while a bin full of kids stuffed animals creepily watches, <laughs> then yes, I've been to a sex party. <laughs> that is not what... <laughs> <laughs> you know you're a mom if you only use your iron for craft projects there's an urban legend going around that one time a kid went on a 20 minute car ride without a tablet or fidget toys oh my gosh <laughs> just when i thought my four-year-old saying cock cock instead of chocolate was bad enough he now started saying cock lick instead <laughs> Oh, God, that went from bad to worse. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> My daughter found out that she can type 36.2 words per minute when texting, which is odd because she always answers my texts with K. Oh, my gosh, yeah. <laughs> Five-year-old, I made a mess, so I'm going to clean it up. Me, waits for the Twilight Zone music to start. <laughs> and that was my last one. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening. Send in your stories. We need them. Ghoulsnightoutpodcast at gmail.com. You can look us up on Facebook. Request to join the group. Uh, rate, review, and subscribe. And we will talk to you next week. Later. Bye.